There's no way Walkon still doesn't know how to use this software. I'm sorry, we're live, everybody. Well, there's multiple times where I go to stop the thing, and I, like, I'm sorry, the red button means stop, but it actually means record, you know, so that's the stop button. And back. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Welcome to episode 13. I'm pretty sure it is. Wow. Exceedingly that. special guest today. Wow. Kazar Rafi is joining us from right next to me. We're at the same table right now. Kazar, thank you for being here. Thank you for having me, sir. It's been a minute. Yeah, man. How's, how's life going? How's life treating you? Life is good. Uh, I just got back from Atlanta and Florida seeing my girlfriend and uh, coming off a recent head trauma. And uh, yeah, just kind of... Sorry, if I feel a little spacey right now, it's all the head trauma, bro. Hey, very topical for today's episode, so. <laughs> Let's go. First-hand uh, experience. I mean, we're never going to say that, you know, your head trauma is a good thing, but it did provide content. That's all I'm going to say. It definitely did. I wish it was on video, at least, but it's not. Oh, man. What I would get to see that one. No, no one no one would want to see that. That that was that was life altering for me. No more. If any of my friends are listening to this, no more wrestling. I am done. I am retired. Eh, until you get in the right mood again. No, man, because every... Bro, I'm sorry. I'm 150 pounds. Yeah, Everyone right. I'm wrestling sure. is like 50 pounds heavier right. than me. You are, you are, I can't do it anymore. You're fighting above your weight. That's I true. can't do it anymore, that's a, that's a compliment to you, though. Because your, your win percentage is still pretty darn good. Okay, I guess. I just got radiation in my head, though. At what cost? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck is the cost of this, man? Hey, it's the sacrifices we make for the game, man. No, I'm out of the game, bro. Call me Khabib. I'm retired. <laughs> I'm a retired wrestler, man. All right, that's fair. But let's talk about it. Let's talk about non-head injury. Okay. And I know this has been the topic on all the, you know, all the, your classic sports shows, and I think it's been, you know, covered throughout the NFL. We saw what happened to Demar Hamlin. Yes. On I believe it was Monday Night Football last week. Yep. And yeah, it was Joe Buck and Troy Aikman were on the call, and what we ended up seeing was, ironically, the most the most watched Monday Night Football telecast in the history of ESPN. Was that because of? Absolutely. It's actually the specific window between when he got injured and when they canceled the game, Drew. I, I, it's over 10 million viewers. I was um, one of them. Yeah. I, I came in after that. I wasn't watching the game before. Neither was I. Yeah. And, you know, I think, like, to put it in perspective, I feel like, I mean, it's hard to say. I think, like, the an NBA Finals game sometimes gets less than 10 million viewers. So That makes sense. Yeah. So like, it, And that number could be low. I, I might be getting that wrong. But it, a lot of people tuned in to make sure he was okay, largely because of the fact that it's I think in the modern NFL, in terms of like when viewership on TV is as high as it is now, it's, I would say, almost absolutely the most severe injury that we've seen. So let me ask you, what was what was your gut reaction? I know like you and I, we didn't see it live. I'm sure we've both seen the video of it happening. Oh, yeah. At first, I thought it was nothing. Yeah. Well, because at first, like, you never see the person who makes the tackle as the person who's getting injured first. Like, I, at least I don't. I don't watch that much football, so like I'm like... Not very educated in this, but like usually I'm like, the person who got tackled is like the person I'm watching for an injury. Yeah. I'm sure it happens the other way, though. But at first, like, he fell. And I was like, okay, this guy's just like, I don't know, like, out of breath or something. Like, there's no way he just passed out. And then if he did, I'm like, I, I my first thought is head rush. He saw stars, like, I don't know, potentially like a blood pressure change or something. But then, like, he just stayed down. Right. And then, like, the team came, and then the ambulance came, and, like, I, they did, like, apparently, like, CPR, like, twice, and it was for, like, nine minutes. Yeah. That, that's, when I heard that afterwards, like, that, if you explained, this, this is what we do, like, we did CPR twice, and, like, nine minutes he was out, like, the guy was, like, arguably, like, dead. And then, took the video I saw, I'd be like, there's no way that's the injury that caused this. Because yeah. I did not think, I did not see that coming out from that. No, like I mean, because even if so, if it's like a head injury, you, at least you'd think he'd be wobbly and kind of stumble down. He stood up perfectly fine and then just like collapsed. Flat, yeah, yeah. And I mean, I will say a lot of times tacklers do the person like performing the tackle do get hurt if they like lead with their helmet, and okay. sometimes they'll get hurt in that way. But, but that one doesn't his helmet went to his chest. Yeah, it was totally routine tackle. And it right, was, it was the chest trauma that got him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I heard it, like hit, hit his chest like the like literally the worst like millisecond possible. Yeah, there's like a I, I want to I might be pronouncing it wrong. It's something called commodio cordis, which that's like the most common. I think it's all speculation. They're investigating to determine yeah. what really happened. But I from and again, I'm not you know I'm not an expert in this, but it's like apparently so. There's this the way you like your your uh, your the rhythm of your heart, like your cardiac rhythm. Mm-hmm. And there's a specific moment where it like resets and there's like a huge yeah. spike. 
And if you get hit, like, and it, it's to the millisecond, if you get hit at that exact time with sufficient trauma, you can put you into cardiac arrest. Which they, and I heard like the doctor, was, at least one of the doctors I said talking about it was like, oh, like, like that happens and six seconds later you'll pass out. Like time didn't, I don't even know how that was like real or not. But yeah. they get, like literally the doctor was like, yeah, you know, like that'll happen. And then like after six seconds you'll pass out. I'm like, that seems a little too perfect, man. There's no way. Yeah. But I guess, I don't know, maybe it's possible. I saw something, though, that like it would be weird for him to get up and then fall back down again, given that injury. But um, I guess. Did it, didn't uh, Steve-O try to fight uh, anesthetics and stuff? And, you know, not, not many people could do that. But he did. He stayed, <laughs> he stayed awake for that. He stayed awake for his vasectomy. He watched his vasectomy. I mean, that, that, you're just built different at that point. I'm sorry. I just sidetracked like crazy. Anyways, <laughs> the more Hamlin, not vasectomies. <laughs> Hey, we're covering everything. Today. I'm just saying, some people can fight that, maybe. That's true. Because he probably like, like he probably used like momentum to like get up and was like, nope, and just yeah, back. He, maybe he he could have been like on his way out. As yeah, he was standing right, 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 right. I mean, yeah, pretty absurd what happened, and I think the fact first of all, it's crazy that like the NFL medical personnel that's associated with the Bills, and then there's also medical personnel not associated with the Bills that are always present at games, like that are not hmm. associated with whatever the team is. Okay. And the fact that they're, there's, they're all there and they're trained to you know, do, perform CPR. I know they used a defibrillator at one point. I don't yep. know if that was before or after the ambulance ride. Because like every second that you, you have oxygen not going to the brain. You're, yeah, that's, your odds are going down. Exactly. And, and I mean, I'll go based on a, there's like, I, you know, we can go through like the Buffalo Bills tweets because that kind of, you know, talks about, you know, what happened. So, so he suffered cardiac arrest following that hit. Heartbeat restored on the field, transferred to UC Medical Center, critical condition. And then discharged. Yeah. That, that's where we are today. Like shows remarkable improvement, neurologically intact. I've seen another one where it says neurologically excellent. Um, didn't somebody see like his like hand like motor function was like not working properly? Or am I am I buzzing? That I'm not I mean I, I he had a breathing tube at one t- point that mm-hmm. was removed. I've seen like him him have posed for pictures with his hands up. I thought somebody said like he couldn't use his like hands right. I I, I somebody told me that. I never saw that personally. Like, he's put out a ton of tweets on Instagram. Oh, I know. The I don't guy's know. figures are going crazy. Well, who knows if that's him? Yeah, you I know, guess that's be like a family yeah. member. But point being, it's been a really kind of special development for him. And I think, I mean, I don't know if you saw the Bills Patriots. Oh game my this God, that was insane. That yeah. had to have been set up, bro. That that defense had. Well, there's no way that happened. That was crazy. I mean, good for them. So, like what Cos was referring to, so they returned the opening kickoff of the game back for a 96-yard touchdown. I think it was like right after the the tribute to Demar Hamlin, yeah. too. Yeah, and like I, Jim Nance was like, "This is storybook," you know, and him and Tony Romo were on the call, and it was just like Josh Allen was just like, "God is real." Yeah, I mean seriously, because I mean this like that's something like this is truly like united the entire country. Everyone was yeah. just kind of you know, I, I mean it's just praying to see this guy you know make it, and the fact that he has done so well and has progressed so rapidly. I feel like it's been a really cool scene for the country. But I do think it was really interesting. It was after the telecast ended like mm-hmm. for Monday Night Football because once the game was canceled. Uh-huh. And they went to – so Scott Van Pelt, who's like an ESPN pundit guy, he does like a late-night show after like Sunday Night, Monday Night Football, and he just reviews everything that happened. Obviously, there was only one thing to review that day, which was with DeMar. And he had Ryan Clark on, who was a former football player, played mostly for the Steelers. And Ryan Clark had like a, he had a weird, I think like a sickle cell disease. Okay. And pretty much he had like to have multiple organs removed. And it, he like wasn't allowed to play in Denver because of the altitude. Okay. But the point being like he almost died. And he kind of talked about the fact, and he wasn't trying to say, you know, I went through what DeMar went through. Because I mean, DeMar went into cardiac arrest. It's different. But he talked about the fact that how I feel like we forget, you know, whether it be with fantasy football players or we're angry when players don't go come back from like their hamstring injury fast enough is that like every time these guys play, they subject themselves to risks like this. Yeah. And obviously this is a freak injury. And yeah. I, it does happen like in other sports pretty often. Like I think in baseball, if you get with a baseball really hard yep. on the chest, it can happen. But it's just the fact that like, you know, these guys are warriors, gladiators, and they make a lot of money. But, you know, NFL contracts aren't guaranteed. Mm-mm. And you have to play, I think, three or four years in the league to qualify for a pension. Like, for example, I don't even think DeMar has played enough to qualify for a pension. Yeah, so what it, is he, like 24? 24 years old. I think he's in year two. So it's stuff like that, and I think you know we we start to forget about the fact that again you know it's it's cool being a football player, but it really is a true risk every single time you play, whether it be in the practice field or of course in the game. <clears throat> yeah, I that's a, that was something that you talked a lot about when, oh, dude, who was the guy who was like D one of deciding to go between baseball and football? Kyler Murray. Yes, and uh, I was saying like. 
oh my God, like the amount of money he's going to make in football. And you were like, yeah, but that's like not guaranteed at all. You're like, you're going to, you're going to like be able to like play longer. It's like more guaranteed in like baseball, like the long, long term of it and stuff. And that was like a good point. I haven't, I honestly like never even thought about it like that before. Um, but yeah, all I know is my son is not going to be playing football. Yeah. I don't, my Unless son he's the kicker. Play. Yeah. I'll maybe, let him play kicker. Maybe a little punter, maybe. Maybe be a long snapper, you know, just a, anything. No, too much stress, man. If he has a bad snap, it's over for him. Oh, oh trouble with the snap? Yeah, exactly. We can't do that. Yeah, <laughs> Michigan man. It's happened twice now. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna get into that. Don't okay, worry. Okay, good. I hope we do. Um, but yeah, it 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 really is crazy, and I just I'm glad he's better. For now, it looks like he's getting better. Yeah, you know, I, I just hope that he can like live. I I don't even know if he has a desire. Obviously, I don't think there are football playing days in his future. I don't know. If you he don't think a, so? I don't think he, I don't think he'd be medically cleared to play football again. You think this is career ending? I was wondering about that. If this is career ending, I mean, I think about like like Chris Bosh who played in the NBA. Yeah, like his body is totally intact. He can't play because of like a blood clot issue, you know. Okay. So it's those kind of things. I, like I don't think. First of all, I don't know like if his heart, his lungs are not fully back to one hundred percent capacity yeah. yet, and like, I I don't see him ever playing football again. I hope he can just you know. Maybe animal. he can be a coach, or maybe oh, no. he, like, like a position coach, because I think he plays safety. Maybe he can be like an analyst. Maybe like, let's hope the guy can just like walk around and stuff again. Right. You know. One quick like random thing. So did they? They had to cut his like pads off, right? Because if they're def- using a defibrillator, like I didn't, somebody else brought this up, like his pads on a whole jersey, like they there's no way at this guy's size and weight that you're just uh, with a tucked in jersey and stuff. You're taking that off. Like how do they get through that? How did they actually shock him? Yeah, that's it. I, I have no idea. I, I They had to get the pads off somehow. Maybe they did just cut through it. I just feel like it'd be... I don't even know if you, you have the supplies on hand to, like, to cut through pads versus like a shirt. So like, what do you do? You take it off of him? How do you even do that? Probably, I mean, I don't, th- I don't think... If you just need to get like... You just need to get the, the breastplate off. The jersey's Yeah, but it. like your arms have to go out, right? You know how hard that is to like do with somebody else? Have you ever tried taking somebody else's sleeves out of their shirt? No. I that's imagine tough. what they do is they like... As they take it off, it like raises his arms up. And then just like slide it off to the best of your abilities. Oh, they just do the thriller. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I mean, you do it. You do what you got to do. But I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I mean, listen. I think in that moment, like no one was probably even thinking. You just do. You just work as fast as you can. I'll tell you who was thinking. Who's that? Roger Goodell on how to get that game started back up after five minutes. Yeah, there's what rumors. a weenie, man. You know, Roger, I'm calling you out. You suck. <laughs> I hate that guy. He does. I mean, the NFL, like the way they handle. You know, like whether it be guaranteed money or like taking care of players after they retire, taking care of players who have health issues after they retire, things like that. A lot, of, a lot of skeletons in the closet there. Yeah, it's jank, man. But I don't know. The important thing is, is that Mar is improving, and I also something else that was really cool. I forgot who scored in the Bills game, but they gave the game ball to the specific member of the medical staff that like performed CPR on Demar. They, like, he, so he oh, that's awesome! Touchdown ball. That's sick. I like so that. That's that, good. Yeah, that was really cool. I mean, and like there were a lot of great storylines in Week 18, or yeah, Week 18, like the Lions oh, playing the way they did. Yeah, it was a moot point because it was for no playoff hopes. But thanks for nothing, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I wish that's they should have played Stafford, man. He was he was eligible to be activated off IR, but it would have been smart to play him. But point being, a lot of cool stuff. Yeah, this was storyline number one. Any other takeaways from Week 18 that you saw, other than us ending the Packers' dreams? Uh something big happened today. Football. Which football are you talking about? Football or football? Oh, what happened to football today? I saw something happen. Gareth Bill retired from professional soccer. Okay, yeah, I saw it, yeah. Rip. Any reactions to that? I, don't, I know nothing about the guy. Iran put you in your grave, buddy. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Beautifully put. No, but uh, that sucks. He's a legend. Yeah. I mean, the guy, the guy's just a god. But... Uh, yeah, that was that was big news, especially because I could be wrong. Was that uh, that might have been Bill's first time playing? Oh my god, hang on, am I totally messed up on this? Any soccer fans, don't roast me on this. Has Bill played for how many times has Bill played for Wales in the World Cup? I don't know. Nonetheless, he has not had great success, but I do uh, I do respect him for his. Uh, loyalty to the Welsh people and that national team. But yeah, soccer is going to miss a legend right there. That sucked. And the unfortunate passing of Mr. Pele. Yeah, that, I, I did hear about that. That so, one was tragic. You guys want to talk about GOAT. 
That's him. And then Maradona dying a couple years ago. Yeah, I think that was 2018 or something. Yeah. Uh, it's it's tough. A lot of legends is going right now. But, you know, you uh, you just, like, look forward. I heard this... Ha- I Dude, this has to be a joke. There's no way this is true. But I heard that the president of FIFA is, like, making... <laughs> this has to be a meme. Like... Like, asked every country to make a stadium named after him. And it's like, bro, that's not happening. <laughs> These guys can't even get, like, water. You think they're going to make a stadium named Pele? It's <laughs> not happening, dude. I, I would hope that's not a real quote. But. Dude, I don't know. You'd be surprised with the with the confederation of FIFA and their stupidity. You'd be surprised what they demand. I, bro, I'm, I think, I'm pretty sure Akram said that the president of FIFA, like, wanted Messi to win or like made it very obvious that he wanted he, Messi to win. Yeah, I mean, you know, he's I think he said like it'd be a shame to have Messi like not win a World Cup or something. He said something like that before. Uh I discount that just because Akram said that and if you just have Akram and Messi in the same sentence, I just can't take it seriously anymore. Let me actually cuz I wanted to ask you about this cuz I know you listen to at least part of the Akram podcast. Oh yeah. Any any anything you want to say regarding the World Cup and Akram's take on it? Cause I I got some pushback from a couple people. What was Akram's? What was like Akram's like main takes? His main take is that Messi got carried by oh terrible officiating that he didn't actually play Man, that well. You He's can't. Not the best oh no 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 no! You don't make it to the final. You don't win the final on terrible officiating through that many games. You put work in. You do it. Do I think that there were some bad calls here and there? Of course. I look. I'm not here to say the World Cup was rigged or not rigged. I'm here to say that Messi deserved that cup. It would be a damn shame if Messi never got that cup. I will say, you want to talk about GOAT status, I I do think, is Ronaldo in the conversation? Yes. But I find it hard to believe for anybody to just definitively be like, oh, Ronaldo is the greatest soccer player to ever live. I find that so... I could never get myself to say that. Yeah. The guy's a god. But he doesn't... Like, to be a GOAT... To be the GOAT, you you can't just be a striker who's unreal at shooting. That's what Ronaldo is. He doesn't build his team. He literally makes Portugal a worse team. And I you know, and obviously that's not like an objective fact. It's just I think a lot of people would agree that he's just not the team player that Messi is. Messi makes plays. Of his thousand games, he's had like thirteen hundred goal contributions. Like between scores and assists? Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good like ratio. He, he broke. He's just he just his passes, his the way he like doesn't like move like Messi doesn't walk. Messi doesn't move a lot and like analyzes like the field. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo doesn't move a lot because he cherry picks now. Right. Yeah. I feel like Messi's probably just be, a lot of maybe because of the position he plays. Like he's aged a little bit I, more gracefully. Yeah. I and like I look. It's tough to it's tough to to uh, compare a striker to a midfielder when you're talking about this. But no, I don't think I don't think Ronaldo is is the is the go. Is he Ronaldo's definitely top five. Now, I think I think the top five conversation, I can't say what order it is. I think Messi is definitely up there. Everybody I talk to, I feel like now says Messi at one. The greatest of all time, I would say the greatest of all time is still unclear between him, Pele, and Maradona. Because you have to compare like the times that they were in. Like those guys, like Messi definitely like progressed soccer, but like Pele and Maradona like shaped soccer. Like they're the grandfathers, the sport. That's like the most played sport in the world. Like they they created this stuff. Yeah. So I think Maradona's up there, Pele's up there, Messi's up there. I think Zidane is up there, and Ronaldo. I think those are the top fives. And it just yeah, and it, like the order doesn't matter that much. You no, know? not really. Like bro, like I don't know why people argue about this so much. Bro, it's, it's just giving something like Skabelas to talk about. It's know? like yeah, it's like why are, why are you gonna compare Ronaldo being number one or number three? Like the guy's a god and he's worth more money than you're ever gonna be. Right. So especially now, he, making two hundred million a year. Yeah, that's another bro that. Dude, Ronaldo got clipped talking heat about some players being like, oh, like, I'm never going to be the guy to go to the Middle East. And then, boom. I'm not going to hate on him personally because $200 million, any any single listener here who says they wouldn't do that for $200 million is lying. Everyone has their price. And you guys are it's all much lying. less than $200 million. <laughs> yeah, you guys are yeah. all liars. Yes, yeah. you would. <laughs> Move to Saudi for a year or two? Of course I would. It's like the live golf thing. Like, yeah, you know. bro. And, like, those people, like, they're just making a life, man. Yeah. Like, he has a family and grandkids. Like, Ronaldo, at this point, like, the guy just wants to set up so anybody with his last name and his family never has to work a day in their life. Yeah. That's what the man's doing at this point. No one's gonna, you can't disrespect that. No. All the power to him. Yeah. It's, I think, I mean, Ogden's argument was, I think, 
he brought Portugal like their first international trophy. So I think like he's done positive things for Portugal. I'm not saying he hasn't. Like this year, for example, I don't think he was a main contributor to their success. Nah, bro, I'm, I'm sorry. He's a distraction. Ronaldo shat the bed this year hard. He had, a, he had a good opening goal. I was I was really upset at the way he reacted with the... Uh, I forgot his teammate who scored. And then he claimed it to be his goal. Mm-hmm. I was like, man, what are you doing? Yeah, it's like you don't, you don't have enough of those already. Yeah, it's like, well, like what do you do? Like, like, you know how much of an idiot you look like when VAR comes into it? And they're like, bro, like we like scientifically proved you didn't hit this ball. Right. Like, that's like, come on, man. Just give it to him. Especially because him and that teammate already had beef. Like, they're already like not great teammates. And then you had this on it. Yeah. Like, of course you're going to be benched. You're not a captain. You're not a, t- you're not a leader. You're not leading these people. You're just trying to score. You're just trying to... It's Bro, it was not Portugal trying to win. It was Messi. It was like Ronaldo trying to prove himself over Messi this World Cup. Right. It got to... I think it just got to him too much. Yeah. Messi kept his composure this World Cup. Yeah. He just, he just did himself. I was talking about with Akram. I forgot who the player was, but like the top three goal scorers in the tournament was like Mbappe, Messi, and then some other guy in Argentina. I forgot his name. So it's like... You know, it wasn't just the Messi show. You know, like other people were no, involved. No, not at all. And like, yeah, I know Messi had a lot of penalties and stuff. I know some of them were controversial. But I don't know why people are talking about it so much right now. It's like, bro, Messi's been a god. Why are you guys defining a couple like penalties on this guy's whole career? Same thing with Ronaldo. People saying like, oh, like Ronaldo's definitely not like in the conversation. Like, no, that's not true. You have to understand, he's still older than Messi. Yeah, there's, there's too much. That was a big thing with Akram that like when... When Ronaldo was 35, he was as good as Messi is right now, which is probably I, true. Define good. Like his shot, his finishing, yeah. As a yeah, team, play- it's hard as to a team player, I don't think Ronaldo's been like team player for a while to yeah. build his team. He hasn't been like an integral part. He hasn't been like the glue to his team for a while. Yeah, he's not a glue guy. No, he's not. A, it's like he's not a glue guy. He's a striker. So right. like it's I don't know. That's why I think the conversation is dumb. Just respect both their names. They're yeah. both amazing soccer players, and none of you are ever going to be as good as them, so stop talking about it. <laughs> Just respect both of them. I love, trust me, I'm not like a messy, I'm not a messier like, guy over Ronaldo. I love Ronaldo. The guy's a god. You can't not respect the things he's done. The he's amount, definitely a better athlete than like Messi is. Yeah, he's definitely more athletic. Oh my god, if you put them in like the UFC, oh. it's over. Yeah. Or even <laughs> like, if you just have him like, like a sprint or something, pretty much any other sport. Yeah, if you do anything, like, he's going to, you know, Messi's, Messi's not going to be as good. It's just, but yeah, the, the debate between them, I, th- I I think the debate is, I don't know. They both won Ballon d'Ors. They both won, you know, any trophy you could think of. Messi got his Copa America. Just give it to him, man. I don't know. I, the, my problem is the hate. Like, when I'm saying, like, oh, like, Ronaldo's, like, I don't think Ronaldo's the go. Like, I'm not hating on him. I'm just saying I don't think he is. I don't know why, like, people, like... People have to come in and just like talk so much trash on Messi. Yeah, it's not only that Ronaldo's better than him; it's that no, Messi, you're not even good. Yeah, you, you got carried pull. and you got penalties. You got bro, he's unequivocally one of the best soccer players that ever stepped ground on the earth. How yeah. are you possibly gonna have any kind of audacity to say that? You gotta sometimes put another man down to boost up your guy. You it know? just doesn't make sense, bro. I think it's disrespectful to oh, like just the game of soccer. Like just love these people, man. They're but, so good. Like for the sake of debate, though, sometimes sometimes you got to nitpick. You know, when it comes to oh, like yeah, I mean, nearly that, perfect. But players. that's the thing, people want to nitpick. You can nitpick. You can nitpick Ronaldo heavy. Yeah. Hard. No, people really yeah, people, hard. You, I mean, you, with any, you got to pick and choose. You know. No, exactly. I agree. I'm just saying. Like, I don't feel like a lot. I feel like a lot of Messi haters nitpick. I feel like a lot of Messi supporters don't nitpick. I'll put it like this. And I'm not saying I'm on one side or the other. I'm just saying, this is what I see. I see Messi as the better player. I see Messi fans is not nitpicking as much, because I don't think they have to, frankly. Yeah, I think the Ronaldo people are just reaching, and they're nitpicking a little bit. But anyways, well, World Cup is over now. We got to wait four years for it to come home. Ladies and gentlemen, you've heard it from both sides. You've heard the, <laughs> you've heard the Ronaldo lover. You've heard the Messi supporter. Messi supporter, maybe a little bit more toned back support, but you know, anybody wants to 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 give their take, feel free to. Uh, yeah, if any of our friends want to talk about it, call me. Yeah, call I, I, I will be mean about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we've got to talk about something. You know, I, listen, You guys, do you know the national championship game is on for college football tonight? Yeah, 7.30. What time is it? Yeah, guess who's not watching, okay? You're not watching it? Absolutely not. I just want Georgia to lose. I don't care who wins this game. I think I want TCU to lose. Is it because of what happened to Michigan? Absolutely, it's what happened to Michigan. I'm boycotting the college football. Wait, hang on, hang I'm on. I'm watching that garbage. Uh... 
What happened again in that game? God, sorry. It's just both games were happening. I forgot what exactly what happened. Oh, I'm happy to talk. We're going to talk about this game. Let me give you a little bit of a summary, okay? Dude, I think... Oh, fuck. What happened? Like, in the Michigan game? Yeah, why am I blanking on that game? I remember the Georgia game was just devastating. I didn't even watch the Georgia... You didn't watch it? I was so... You don't understand, man. When you spend four hours screaming and, and, like... Like jumping up and down. There's a point. I started hula hooping at one point. You know what? I forgot. I didn't watch the beginning of the game. I didn't watch. There was that big play that they didn't call a touchdown. Oh. It was, I didn't see that. I oh. saw like oh. the second half of the game, basically. Yeah. Okay. We'll get to the Roman Wilson touchdown that was absolutely stolen. I saw it after, and I personally thought it was a touchdown. It. I was. I was. Shocked well, let's just talk about that right now. Let's just go for let's it. Go for, let's go for. We'll go for the. So I. I think the refs. The what rest happened? On that. Roman Wilson touchdown. It's called a touchdown on the field. It is then reversed, and then uh, this is on Michigan. Michigan fumbles at like inside the one yard line. And that then, was also so bad. That's seven points off the board in a game we lose by six. I, I mean, know that's, that was rough. But you know, I think like the thing with the Roman Wilson touchdown. So he catches the ball, but he doesn't actually like it bobbles a little bit. He doesn't have possession of the football. Is until, that why they said no because he didn't have possession, quote unquote? No, no, but that would only help his argument for it being a touchdown. Because you would gain possession on the way down. Because yeah, because like he the ball touched his hands, no touchdown. Okay. But he didn't actually gain possession of it, where it's like a secure oh, catch. Okay, I, see. Had, I I forget. I don't know if it's different in college, but in NFL you had to catch the ball, mm-hmm. you know, land both feet, and then make some type of football move. Yeah. Which he didn't do until he was he crossed the plane. They right. called it a touchdown. They then reverse it to saying he's like down inside the one because his knee was down, but again the ball had crossed the plane. By the time his knee touched, so that, yeah, I think so it was his butt. I, that touched I feel thing. like you would call that a touchdown. But then they reverse it, and the cre- like when you need, when you reverse a play in, in straight play in football, this is why people argue that they should just get rid of straight play. It has to be definitive evidence, indisputed evidence that it goes the other way, which and it happens all the time. They miss a call; yep. it's easy to overturn it. Beyond a reasonable doubt, as they say in the court of law. Yeah, I would argue it's beyond reasonable doubt that it was a touchdown. Yeah, and they somehow found some some haggis. To say that it wasn't a touchdown. Dude, that... Speaking very quickly on your point of taking away instant replays. Yeah. FIFA, I'm coming after you for what you've done to the game of soccer because of VAR. You don't like VAR. Okay. I think it has ruined the game of soccer. It's so un... It, the offside technology, dude. Hmm. VAR, like, just rewatching for penalty's sake, I was okay with. I was like, you know what? Mm, let's see how this goes. Sometimes I'm like, okay, yeah, good. Sometimes no. Because sometimes they just made a... Sometimes they just make plain horrible calls. So you're saying VAR gets it wrong? Well, no, I'm saying like sometimes you need VAR. Like like sometimes it's just a terrible. Oh, one. Tell, sure. The offsides one though. Here's the problem with it. Let me tell you. Because it gets it right, doesn't it? VAR, like it gets the offsides right. Okay, yeah, but the VAR technology it pinpoints like 30 points of your body, and tracks a 500 hertz ball that Adidas spent three years developing. If your pinky is offsides, it's offsides. Right. The problem with that is that's not why the rule was invented. The rule was the rule was created. The offsides was created so you don't cherry pick. Right. Not for the hair that I forgot to cut off my beard <laughs> to make me offsides. That's not why it was created. But anyways, like that stuff. Yeah, I think it should. You also need some a little bit of human, like minor human error. You need that in the game. You need yeah. that natural part of the game, or else, what's holding me from just going playing FIFA? Yeah, on just, the Xbox. Just, Get like a Madden game set up and just put, have both sides just be AI. CPU. Yeah, just, just watch why don't you? Yeah, game. why don't you just hit AI right. games do it? Look at the calls right every time. I don't know, but again, so the and to your point, yes, VAR they have gotten it wrong in soccer. Yeah, I mean, that, I will. The only thing I'll give credit to in VAR and just soccer overall as a sport is that, like, obviously soccer, like you know, there's no, there's no stoppage in play, like there is in football and basketball. Oh, trust me, I got some. Heavy opinions on that. Oh, okay. Well, what well, I will say is, like, with instant playing football, and even worse in, like, the fourth quarter of a basketball game, it Do they takes, do that in basketball? They'll, they'll do instant play, like, who was it out of bounds? Oh, right, right, right. Like they now have challenges. But the big thing is, like, it takes so long. It messes the whole, like, rhythm of what was happening, the momentum. Yeah, I mean, like, they'll spend, like, five... Re- think about how yeah. long five minutes are. In a oh, game. yeah, complete everything resets. Yeah, and it's just... I, I feel like, at least in my limited experience watching soccer with VAR and things like that, is they if they do overturn when they use VAR, like it gets done somewhat quickly. Well, because with VAR, so there's there's like two things that happen with VAR. One, there's you'll see the ref do this thing, right. and you'll see like him like look at a screen, but like behind the scenes, like you'll see he also has an earpiece in. I don't know if you've seen, there's a room of like 10 people, 15, 20 people 
looking at every possible angle the human eye could imagine. Sure, but this happens in football too. They have, so do they so also have they people have behind the scenes also? Yeah, I don't know the technology. Okay, so I didn't know that. Things. Okay, so then, so yeah, I don't, so like sometimes it's quick, sometimes it's not because sometimes those people will like really quickly just tell them like, nope, that wasn't a penalty, keep going. Sometimes it's this whole thing and yeah. messes the entire rhythm of the game up. Like I, I love getting the call right and stuff, but it's just like it disrupts the game and I like... Like I, I, one of my, I think a great example of this is like the, you know you can't review penalties and stuff you know. What do you mean? Like like remember it was the Saints versus the Rams to go to the Super Bowl. Oh, they were talking about soccer. Well, oh, this so like it was this was for it was the remember the, the terrible Super Bowl Rams Patriots it was like really. Bro, that game. was such a bust. It should have been the Saints, but there was like a really blatant pass interference call that they missed. The worst call ever made in any sports history. Yeah, bro. or like it was worst no call. It yeah, it was so bad. And it's like like. Like why can't you review that? No, like, I that's know that's easy. Like you'll never get that wrong. It, now there's like you know tic tac like pass interference. Are you gonna get that right? But for something that's blatant like that, like you know why isn't that reviewable? So yeah. it's it's too there's too much like selectivity with it. I know there's it's, there's a lot of gray areas with it. Yeah, and like and that's how it is with sports without replay. So like if there's yeah. gonna be gray area anyway. Why waste everybody's time? I agree. I agree. But and I I mean referees had like some of the hardest jobs in the world and. I mean, like even going back to the Michigan game, like the targeting call at the end that they, they didn't call targeting. Did you think that was supposed to be targeting? Like, I think it probably was targeting, but like I thought that could go either way. At, yeah, at that point, like I mean, first, like I'm glad no one got hurt, but other than that, like I'm sorry, I didn't even care anymore. We didn't like we lost. Like we. But at that, well, a lot of people were saying like like that was like the refs. Uh, that because would that have been an auto first down? Oh yeah. A lot of people were saying like that's like the refs' chance to like trying to push to get Michigan in the. National championships. The refs weren't like necessarily against them. They were actually trying to go for them. Now, again, I didn't. I didn't see the first half. I have no idea. But well, but if they were pushing for Michigan, why didn't they give us a targeting call? Uh, that would have prolonged the game and let well, us have a chance. Well, I think because like they like they wanted to, but then like you like review the evidence or whatever, and yeah, like then it's not again. I I, I never. If said they that. wanted Michigan, that Roman Wilson touchdown stays on the board, and that targeting call gets called. Yeah, that's true. Because those both, both, both would have held up. Both are. The Both have an argument was, for sure. Close, but I think targeting has an argument for being targeting. And it happened in the Ohio State game too. There was like a, a controversial non-targeting call. Oh yeah, that one was that was rough. Yeah, but like that one was a bigger hit. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. it but it was less it like fell with the shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That the was less, that was one, less like helmet helmet. The Michigan one was a tiny hit, but that that was like he led with the crown of his helmet. That's yeah. targeting. But yeah, I mean like to go based on Michigan because I mean I, I can be mad about the officiating. Michigan should have won this game by thirty five points. They lost it. Like they on their own, they shot themselves in the foot one too many times. We're talking, so two pick sixes from JJ, who just like Cade last year almost yeah. never turns over the ball. Yep, fifty one points. Previous the season high this year was twenty seven. We haven't let up fifty one points in a, at least two seasons. It was such a back and forth. It was like it, it seemed like I will say it seemed like Michigan was chasing like ever so slightly. Oh, it was, it was back and forth, but like Michigan just. Chasing kept, to keep going. We were we were only down three at one point. So we're gonna win this game, and of course, then you know, I the, thought I thought it was it. Duggan hits the dump off, and they yep. take it to the house. But I mean, we've got okay the the fourth down trick play. They're in the Philly special on our first opening drive, mm-hmm. and that, that kind of blew it. It didn't work. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, and I, I you know that sucks. But I wasn't like if it would have worked, everyone would have said, "Oh, great call, play call," you know. So yep. yeah, I, I don't. I'm not that upset about that. The big thing I don't know if you saw today, Blake Corum, who's Michigan's starting running back most yeah. of the year. Kind of on the Heisman shortlist while he was healthy. He's coming back. And he is. This game proved why we needed him badly. So because he's an unreal player. He's. And, I mean, him and, and Donovan are thunder and lightning. You know, and we we didn't have thunder. We only had lightning, and that I guess wasn't enough. So, I mean, I'm not playing in that game. Oh, he hasn't played. He didn't play in Ohio State either. He got hurt in the Illinois game. Oh, I didn't even realize that. He has. It was pretty like pretty. He had surgery. It was pretty major knee injury, but like not career ending. But like we talk about Donovan Edwards, who's been so good since Corum went down. He is. West Bloomfield High School, twenty-three carries for one hundred nineteen yards. That sounds like pretty good. It's honestly a down game for our run game. Yeah, I was, I was about to say that doesn't sound amazing. But like that's, I mean, that's over five yards carry. You know. Yeah. Sounds nice. But when you take, he had a fifty-four yard run on his very first carry in the game. Everyone thought the game was over after that play. Exactly. Oh, Michigan's going to dominate the rest of the game. Twenty-two carries for sixty-five yards. That's less than three yards a clip. In college football, that is bad. Mm-hmm. In the NFL, it's not good. But in college football, that is bad. So, you know, I mean, Corum's 5'8", over, over 200 pounds. Edwards is a little bit more, he's bigger, but not as much of like a bruising back. He's more kind of like, like, my point is, the big, so offensive line pay, played badly. Yep. Every time Edwards, Edwards just, he couldn't break any tackles, so he just kept getting stopped. Yeah. So it's just like, 
I mean, I know you know no one cares about running backs in today's football because everyone's really just throwing the ball all the time. But and I like Donovan Edwards a lot. I I I think he has a higher ceiling than Corum, but we missed him badly in that game, and I'm glad he's coming back because it, it just gives us a better chance to be right back here in the thick of things next year. What is Edwards up to? Is he he's staying. He's staying okay for well, sure. And you talk about staying and leaving. What about your coach? You going to the Broncos? He's not going anywhere, man. I'm sorry. I, I don't You're telling me if an NFL team called him, he wouldn't pick that phone up and just, just kiss the phone and lick it and, and suck it and <laughs> hug it? I mean, I feel like that guy would do anything for to be invited back to Thanksgiving dinner where his brother is an NFL coach and his mom like loves him. I, <laughs> sorry. All I'm saying is John Harbaugh's a lot at, at uh, Thanksgiving dinner and Jim is not. It's got to be awkward. Eh? John just wears a Super Bowl ring to Thanksgiving, but... Who won? Uh, John beat Jim in the Super Bowl, right? Yeah. See, I mean, the guy's just a B plus. <laughs> it's funny because Jim is so much more famous. I think yeah, because there were so many memes about made about him too. Like, well, like Jim, he Jim, was infamous and famous, he, but also like, I, how often are people talking about like, like NFL coaches? I feel like college coaches. Maybe it's because we were college students, but I feel like you hear about college coaches all the time. Yeah, I never heard about because they're, they're recruiters too. So they're, like, yeah. their personalities are so like, you know, kind of intensified and like they're on full display. But like, I mean, Harbaugh was like a Pro Bowl quarterback in the NFL. I mean, yeah, like okay, look, he, the guy's had a big career. Yeah, but, but he's not. Here's the problem, though. This happens every year. I, I mean, there's what the, do you guys get busted? <laughs> yes, that we're gonna talk about that too, actually, because it's so frustrating. But first of all, this isn't good for recruiting because now people like, am I coming to Michigan for a coach that's not gonna be Jim Harbaugh? So it's not good for recruiting. Yeah. Um, because like with the transfer portal, it's a, it's three hundred sixty five days a year. It's always you're always recruiting, but I mean like the argument I saw this on on like the herd with Colin Coward is like oh god listen I know oh god he, <laughs> all right he makes some good points sometimes sure. he loves Michigan even though he's like a, I think he's from like Seattle but it's that he's probably doing this stuff because he took a pay cut for Michigan he did uh, after after the janky COVID season he took a pay cut for because he like. Shut the bed. Exactly. Like okay. He was terrible. He like voluntarily took a pay cut. Okay. And now I th- what he's doing is like, listen, I'm wanted in the NFL after these two great years. Let me get my salary back up. It's that, or is he trying to get his NFL salary back up? How wanted is Harbaugh? Oh, he. I mean, well, in the NFL. I mean, probably very wanted. <laughs> you think? Yeah. I mean, who's available right now? That think you got Harbaugh. Harbaugh went. To a Super Bowl and then an NFC Championship game and then I think another pretty like divisional round appears. He then left and the 49ers were an absolute dumpster fire until they got their coach now Kyle Shanahan who's like an offensive kid wonder. Okay, that's but fair. Well, he, yeah, he completely it, turned around Stanford's football program. Say what you want about his time at Michigan, he completely turned around at post Brady Hoke. Oh yeah, I will, okay. It took him a while. Respect like as it would take anybody a while. Sure, but yeah, he definitely turned around. I mean, there are bro. I'm, Man, I'm 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 go green till I die. But like he, the past two years he's done very well at Michigan. He he, he is a program changer. NFL, college, it doesn't matter. He just I don't know much about his NFL career, but I believe it. I mean, when he was coaching the 49ers, like in terms of consistently, they were the most consistent, like dominant force in the league, with Colin Ka- Kaepernick at quarterback. And I mean, you know, of course, he, Colin, there's a lot to say about Kaepernick, but he's not at your he's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. No, you know? he is not. So, and I, he had some great years and everything. But my point, I guess my point is, is like, if I'm, for me, the thing with the Harbaugh stuff about going to the NFL is I don't think any of those jobs are worth his time. Like, I wouldn't go to, what, are you going to go to the Broncos where you can't, you know, who knows if Russell Wilson's still good? You're going to go to Indy where they're going to have to start paying all their good defensive players and they have no quarterback situation? Do you think you might want to go to the NFL just because it's more like professional? Just like the ego of it? I mean, I, th- I think he like wants to win in the NFL because he knows he can. Other thing, the, the Super Bowl. Oh yeah, I mean, if, if well, it depends what team. I mean, how much how much time does he have to revamp a team? Well, there's that, and the other, the other issue with Jim is that he, as good as Jim is, he is absolutely bona fide not the number one option coming back this year, and that that's Sean Payton. He coached the Saints with Drew Brees, and he's an offensive oh, okay. genius. And he's pretty certainly coming back this year, and he's bringing I forgot who it is, but he's bringing a, like a pretty good staff with him. And, like, it, Jim's been great in the NFL, but Sean Payton is absolutely the most coveted guy okay. out there. So, I mean, there's openings, but none of them are good. So it's like, don't go to the NFL. Like, it's just not the time. Yeah. Stay in Michigan one more year. Get This is going to be, like, the JJ year. He's, I feel like he's going to be very good. You get this running, running game back with an improved Edwards, 
and hopefully a healthy quorum. Kind of shore up the receiving yeah, what about, core. I was about to say, what about your receivers? Yeah, we need you to have play. J. Okay, you you want JJ to be good. He's going to need receivers. Okay, I can hand a any I can hand any ball off to Edwards and go win the Super Bowl. I was so impressed with JJ in the second half of that TCU game, though. Dude, no, he was good. I'm like, oh, I'm saying, but like, are you, look, do you guys ever? I don't know much about Michigan football. Do you guys have receivers for next year? If not, you're going to need some, or else you I could put a pickle in for quarterback with those the running backs <laughs> that you guys have. That's no, it's a good. They, they we haven't like since like I mean like DPJ. And he was at Michigan, and he didn't even pan out the way we thought he would. Donovan Peoples Jones. It's like, bro, come on. I know. That, yeah, that's you know, my dog. I have speed dial. <laughs> yeah, that and Isaiah Livers. That's your boy, too. Are yeah, dude. Him? Yeah, man. Hey, hey, yeah. Isaiah, if you're still uh, eating Chipotle, uh, don't. That's kind of man. Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> hey, it happens, man. Sometimes. Oh, but, man. Uh, I'm excited to see what happens with Michigan next year. I'm excited too, and I think I'm excited. For Michigan and Michigan State. I think they're both going to be. I think. Oh, dude! Anything, anything is next year is going to be better than this year. This year was just bad. Michigan State. I think they'll be improved again. The quarterback situation shaky, but you got to just give us time. And look, I've talked to you about this. Listen, I know a lot of people have dogged on Harbaugh for being a terrible coach, and exactly what people said would happen would happen. He got his recruiting class up, and he finally turned the program around. Give Tucker his time. Oh, I I just think they were quick to give him that much money. That's all. I guess you had to, or he was going to leave. But yeah, I mean, I yeah, probably. I we'll see how he pans out. But uh, he's perfect for Michigan State. I think so too, man. Keep yeah. chopping. He's a dog. <laughs> he he's just like a he's he resembles. He's he embodies MSU. Yeah, he does. And he and like I mean, the, the, I know maybe you know call what you want the year that like the uh, two years ago like when Michigan State beat Michigan and they almost went to the playoff. Yeah, it was crazy. Like maybe it was a little smoke and mirrors, but like. It's they're be- maybe not quite there yet, like you know borderline I think playoff we'll get team, there. but they're not this bad either. Like no, no, yeah, no, no. no. Yeah, we just, we just had it was. I think a lot of it has to do with like mentality, man. Like once you once you get like down like that, like it kills you. Yeah, well, I mean, they, you know, they've lost some just rough games early in the season. Yeah, like you said the mentality is gone at that point. Yeah, hundred percent. So we'll see what happens next year. Hopefully, it's going to be okay. Uh, Michigan State basketball will be Michigan. There was no shocker there. Yeah. Michigan basketball sucks. I'm sorry. Good. Okay. Good. As so long as, as, as long as ho ho ho. Are, are we? Are neither of those teams are ranked? Are they? Not yet. Oh. We were, <laughs> and then we got unranked. Okay. You know, we're gonna. Okay. Can we? Do you want to go look at the the point differentials and who we played? Like we, Why? we lost by like one point to like Gonzaga or okay, something. We in like lost our by one game. point to like Virginia. what Colgate? <laughs> we lost to Central Michigan. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, bro. I'm sorry. You guys are. You guys are just. Terrible. Right, we're dusted, man. But I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. This is not done, right? This was coming for everybody. Well, all right. Well, I gotta ask. This is the last thing I'm gonna talk about with, specifically with the Michigan TCU game. Okay. So, hold on a second. Oh yeah, here it is. I don't know if you heard the commentator in the final play from scrimmage for Michigan. Okay. The trouble with the snap play. So. He, oh my god. That's that the same so guy. clown. Who called the Michigan Michigan State game with the actual really? same guy. That's so funny. Sean Mc, uh, McDonough, McDonough, I don't know how you pronounce that. Infamous 2015 game. Okay. Uh, that's heinous. I'm sorry, man. You, Did he say trouble with the snap? He said trouble with the snap. There that's was no, so there was no trouble with the snap. It was a great snap. It was just not timed correctly. That's not. Was it? it? JJ wasn't looking. Well, that was trouble. <laughs> that was trouble with communication. Blast. Trouble. Walk on. Trouble is trouble. No one is saying. Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't, didn't do this right with the snap. Okay. No, there was trouble. Well, you know what made it trouble worse. Trouble is a generic word. It's, it, it's interesting to hear that, that you didn't even because you didn't hear him say it. I just don't remember. Maybe I don't well, know, man. I have a concussion. <laughs> <laughs> well, group chat. Yusuf, Christian, you, me. Okay. Get, we get a text. Did I say that? Quote, <laughs> How are you guys always having snapping issues? I remember I said that. There were a lot of things I could have said to that. Let me give you some questions that I came up with afterwards. Okay. Why are you always waiting for Tuck to come? Why oh, well, hang on. If you want me to team? blur it out, I will say something horrible right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tuck is always... <laughs> <laughs> I have more. <laughs> Why are you always saying Izzo and the boys are going to be different this year? When they whoa, 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 whoa. Are you talking to me or MSU fans? Uh, I've never said that about Izzo in my life. Oh, maybe I'm just talking to MSU fans. <laughs> I have literally never said that. What? Okay. My point is... Whether it be 2015 Bro, or I'm sorry, game. man. It was just too good of a meme. Oh, no, How you are you not going to say that? You had to do it. Look, I'm not saying MSU is some dominant force. But, dude, here's the thing. 
we will do terrible in a football season, and you just can't make the memes about us that you can about Michigan. That's my next question. <laughs> Why does Michigan seasons always end in such heartbreaking fashion? Because you guys are so egotistic about it during the fact. I'm sorry. When people are saying, oh, we're not the most into... I'm sorry, Michigan fans, listen to me and listen to me loud. You are all, not my friends. I think our friends are literally like the only good people at that school. So entitled. Such chads. Bro, I got a Michigan, bro. We're literally in the CFP, dude. <laughs> Shut up, Brad. Okay? Because Mrs. Brad paid for you to even get into this school, okay? This is why, bro. It's the people. The people at MSU are just chill, cool people. They're like... Make a meme. We're just like, okay, like, we don't really care. We're just going to go to one of our 10 bars. And Michigan is, shame, bro. You hear about Harbaugh, bro? He's not going to go to the Broncos, but let's go to one oh, of our bars, we, bro. Have, we have braces now? What is this? Yeah, bro. You guys are all, come on, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's why. I, I think it's that. I think it's, I think it's the, the face of the people that you guys, like, the face of the school you've made because of the people. I think that's literally why. Because you guys think you're the greatest school in the world, which everybody should, but... You guys, it's like the whole like messy thing. It's like not only that you guys are good, it's that everybody else sucks. And you have to just press it down into people. I'm not saying you. I'm saying a lot of your fellow classmates that you don't know who they are because they're not part of our friend group. Can I give you my theory? Please. My theory. It was what, we're jealous? No, not, it has nothing to do with Michigan State fans. I think this is all part of the bigger picture. And that when we do finally reach the top of the mountain, that juice of success will taste so much sweeter. Given yeah, but that has nothing to do with why. That's not the. That's not answering no, the why we make I fun of you. I, no, no. I, I think the heartbreaking defeats, though, I think we do it on purpose because we're setting ourselves up for the beauty of, of winning. So you think Harbaugh is self-sabotaging so that he can go not win? Not self-sabotaging, <laughs> but I think... I hey, think, hey, guys. Uh, uh, yeah, Donovan, just go down right at the <laughs> one right there. <laughs> I just... That's a bad theory. I just... I don't know. This heartbreak needs to pay off is all I will saying. say. I will say this. If you guys don't win next year, it's not happening. Well, the CFP is expanding now, so. Oh yeah, to eight, right? Or is it more? Oh yeah, MSU will see you there, bro. (laughs) Next year is the final year of just. Okay, well, I'm saying like if you guys don't if you guys don't win the whole thing, if you guys don't win the whole thing next year, you're not winning it. I I I I don't know unless unless Harbaugh continues to stay and recruits like like a mother effer, like your gold last year, this year, next year, like those are your golden times to finally win it. I mean, like you could make the argument. That you have a better chance once the CFP expands because that gives you more opportunities to just get into the dance. I'm not even talking about that. I'm just saying your squad and your mentality. Yeah. You guys lose next year, I don't think it's happening. At I least don't. at least get to the national championship game. Like that's if, what I'm, yeah no okay play. fine 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 make it to the net. also you don't, what, Harbaugh's won or lost I think five or six straight bowl games. Like I mean we, we need to win a bowl game. Uh yeah bro you know who was playing in the Peach Bowl this year? The people who are playing for the national championship. You know who played the Peach Bowl last year? Michigan State. And you know who won that Peach Bowl walk-on? The Spartan Dogs. What happened to your bowl bowl game last year? What did you guys play this year? The Toilet Bowl. (laughs) (laughs) And trust me, it flushed. (laughs) After we shoved a plunger down it. Look, it was a bad season, all right? I'm not going to say anything. We we played terribly. What else you got for me? (laughs) Let's talk about your head injury. Oh, God. Okay. I'm not going to make... I mean, do you want to talk about how it happened or do you want to just keep moving? Because uh, we can go into some football topics that I had about this thing. But Cuzzer fell from a very high distance doing something stupid and fell in the back of his head. That's basically what happened. That's all we need. I wanted to ask you about this because I know you've been kind of like, in some ways, like trying to take it a little bit easy like the last couple of Oh, weeks. for sure. Just because, you know, there's a lot of aftermath side effects from concussions. So yes, sir. I want to talk about this because... You know, one of the reasons you got to take it easy is you can't, the risk of getting a second concussion in, you know, quick succession after a first one. Yeah. Because you know Tua Tungabailoa? Yeah. Or Max call, uh, affectionately calls him Tua Tungamathicki. I don't know. Max calls, is, is Tua thick? No. Max. <laughs> what is he, uh, what does he call Harper's? Or no, not Harper's, I'm sorry. Patrick Mahomes? Rick, no, Rick's. Oh, Ricky, Ricky Jr.'s? Jr.'s? Yeah. <laughs> All right, continue. So Tua. So to his head again, and like it depends on you know what happened in that Bills game where they claimed it was a back injury. Yeah. It, and again, what happened with this Packers game? He's pretty much had three concussions in one season, which I is mean, pretty dangerous. I mean, yeah, bro. <laughs> and like you know, it runs the risk. I don't. Who knows? Is he going to play in the playoffs this year? Is he going to play football again? Should he play football again? Should he? No. Will he? Probably. Well, 
I was doing some reading after your concussion. Okay. Like, you know, what happened to this guy? Like, you know, I don't know, walks into a tree or something. Like, he's gonna be okay. According to the NCAA concussion study published in JAMA, so this is you know pretty pretty legit stuff. Okay. So looking at concussions in college football. Yeah, okay. So history of previous concussions may be associated with an increased susceptibility of future concussive injuries and slower recovery of neurological function following subsequent concussions. Interesting. So that makes sense, right? Yeah. And like that, like that that's not like that. You expect that's not that bad, right? No. It's just it would take longer to recover, and you know there could be like worse side effects, which sure. obviously is not thing to joke about, but it, it's not it's not like life or death. Yeah. That's what you think, right? So they they took a ton of data. It seems like. Seven to ten day window of increased susceptibility for recurring concussive injury. So, like for example, I would argue more than that. It probably depends on the severity of the concussion. But I would, I think you're right. Yeah, seven. Well, my doctor also said seven, but I can tell you damn well I did not feel normal after seven. And, and is, this was mild. And that's terrifying, given the fact that people then go and play a professional football game for you know hundred snaps. Oh yeah, dude, my 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 recovery was not going to football and not going to football. My my recovery was how long am I going to scroll through TikTok today? <laughs> But, I mean, the crazy thing is that there is something I, that, I, and this is very rare, but it's called second impact syndrome. And I'm doing oh, my best shoot. to in- interpret a, an article called second impact syndrome. It's published in the National Library of Medicine. Okay. And so, just like the rest of your body, like if you like, hurt your hand or you like, get punched in like the, the nose or something, it, things swell. And so, if you get injure your brain, your brain swells. Okay. And, you know, that makes sense. And there's a fluid in the, inside the skull called cerebrospinal fluid and it has multiple functions one of which is to cushion the brain so when the yeah. brain kind of bumps around and hits the side of your skull which usually is the process of concussion the the cerebrospinal fluid cushions it okay right which is crucial but something else is that when your brain swells there's only, only so much room for your brain to expand you know to swell up and expand yep your skull is a, has a finite size mm-hmm. so what happens is that following a concussion for example there or I should say like when the brain swells for any injury, you have to displace that fluid so there's more room for the brain to grow. Drill into it. Well, yeah. That's exactly. one. There was a famous snowboarder who they had to do that too during practicing. Really? Oh yeah, dude. Um, what was his name? Uh, keep talking. Keep going about your point. I mean, I think there's other things. Sometimes they'll like kind of take off the top of your skull to again give the brain more more room to expand like that, but. The problem is following a concussion, especially one that takes place in quick succession after a previous concussion, the regulation of the cerebral spinal fluid is, is disrupted. Okay. And so what happens is that fluid doesn't get displaced. And so if your brain's expanding and there's fluid still in there, there's nowhere else for it to go. And what happens is the intracranial pressure, the pressure inside the brain goes up and to relieve that pressure, the, you have a brain hernia. Oh, okay. And I mean, at that point, you're like a couple minutes dead. And, okay. And, you know, this is not you can't. You're trying to tell me I have a hernia because I just got a second <laughs> concussion in my life. I'm saying if you got if you had another second concussion within, for example, a couple days after this happened, mm-hmm. it, it very unlikely, but could happen. Okay. So I think like in the review article, they found 36 cases reported in like all of PubMed, and only 17 met like very specific conclusion criteria. So super super rare. But it's the fact that, that could possibly happen is really, really scary, especially for football players who have multiple concussions. Yeah, it's not worth, man. I think people... Oh, I swear people, like... Correct me if I'm wrong. Aren't there a couple of sketchy instances of, like, people we knew, like, on our high school football team playing concussed for oh, a game or two? high school football is a mess. I mean, we've, forget we've, the fact the medical personnel is in there. They play through everything. We've... I'm pretty sure I've heard of a couple... I've heard some horror stories, yeah. yeah. Like, at our school. Bro, so, every former high school football player you talked to, oh, I played through X number of concussions. Yeah, like, it's like, I'm sorry, what are your parents doing, bro? I'm not trying to call anybody, but, like, like, did you tell your parents and they're letting you play? No, it's all, it's like in-game concussion. Like, they definitely exhibit, like, definitely, have, maybe they don't exhibit symptoms. But well, it's, it's hard, like that that's warrior it's, mentality. You it's hard, keep yeah, I will say, it's hard to, because, like, I, like, the day after, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm probably concussed. But when it happened, I was like, so adamant. I'm like, like there's no way I'm concussed. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't feel that I was concussed at all. Right. So, I don't know. I will say, the, the snowboarder I was talking about was Kevin Pierce. Mm. Uh, he was prep, He was training for half-pipe for the uh, Winter Olympics. Um, and he was projected to beat Sean White. That was when Sean White, I think, got his second gold. And he was practicing, and him and his friend were going to try a new trick. Uh, and they did, like, rock, paper, scissors. And there's a video of it. They do rock, paper, scissors. Kevin loses. So he goes and tries a trick first. I forgot exactly why he... he it was just a new trick, so he just didn't know how to do it properly. He goes and does it. 
And you got to know these half pipes are blocks of ice, especially like when I went to copper and like I went in one, like they're terrifying. Right. They're literally like 15 or 18. I forgot the exact like 15 foot walls. And then you go like 20 feet above that. So this guy goes up and does like flips and he lands his face on the edge, right on the edge, knocked out cold, helicoptered out. His brain swelled. They had to drill into it. He forgot how to walk and he forgot how to talk. Like he went back on a snowboard one time and it was like depressing because you, you see uh, it's like a few years after like the injury or something. He hopped on a snowboard and the guy could barely turn. It was like the Did saddest recover, thing ever like, seen. Neurologically? He can like, I saw like an interview, like his 10 year anniversary or something was like two years ago. He will, you could tell he speaks, I think slightly slower, but like, um, I mean, as neurologically as you can, I mean, do you know the amount of brain cells that got insto deletoed on that? Like they're gone. Yeah. Like you forgot how to walk and talk. Like you'll never be perfect. I don't think you'll ever be perfectly the same. No. Like he's not the same Kevin that he was 12 years ago. Yeah. But, uh, so about like the fluid and stuff like, yeah, that, that is, that's like the first time I've heard about that. Cause I heard they had to drill into his head or something to like, they had to release the pressure basically in his head. Yeah. Or I mean, cause like, you know, once your brain herniates, it's, you're kind of done. Yeah. Right. So it's just like, I think it just, like I'm thinking about like with Tua. You know, it's like, should he play again in his career? I don't know. But, like, should he play again this year? And, I, you know, I would argue no. And it's not – I feel like the, you see the words, like, out of an abundance of caution. It's not out of an abundance of caution. This is to avoid, you know, potentially disaster. Like, right. Like, you know, dying on the football field. We've already seen – we've already gotten too close We've gotten to close to one. Yeah. So it's just – I don't know. And, like, you know, I don't know how much of it is – like, for Tua, for, like, he's on a rookie deal. Like, he, he hasn't made his money yet, you know. I understand if he wants to play for his next contract. But it's just this like – Is first year? It's not his first year, but it's I think year two. Oh, Might I don't even know that. Even if it's year three, like his, it's still his rookie deal, right? You know, so he's he's probably making like a few million a year, which again, generational wealth. But, but like he, not for these guys. If he makes it to a second contract, you know, to his controversial player, he's, he's making twenty over twenty five million dollars a year. Don't you think that's going to go down? Like, does that not like? Do they not like fact? Can we get like Jacob Abraham as like an actuary on here? <laughs> talk about like some statistics. If this guy's had a bunch of like, like. You know, head trauma, like, does that not factor into this, like, contract? That's the part about a guaranteed money. Just don't guarantee his money, which is such, like, a like Is a it because policy. it's paid? Well, okay, let's say, like, Brady is given, like, $20 million a year or something. He's given a game check, but, like, of that game check, like, if you take the game check out, like, like, he plays no games, how much of that is guaranteed, whether he plays or not? Depends on the contract. Like, that guy you were talking about earlier, Tyler <clears throat> Murray? Yeah. So, like, he just got a huge contract. Like, Deshaun Watson is a great one. He just like he got a fully guaranteed contract oh, after almost sick. going to prison for for all of his. I mean, that's because he's the smoke show, bro. <laughs> I mean, he's a great football player. Yeah, dude. But it's like, how do you like that's who you give guaranteed money to? No, I know. You know, so it's like for Tua, all the, the you know all these like owners, the, you know, you could argue are greedy, just don't make his money guaranteed or sign him to a short term deal and see what you can like squeeze out of him. I mean, it's kind of yeah, sad. it's because they're all a bunch of short term assets. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all they are to them in many ways is assets, right. which is just like an overarching problem with the NFL that like the players aren't very well taken care of. No, at, at the same time, it's on the players too. If I mean, Tua's in any right mind, Tua won't play. But, like, but they get in their own greed. But well, do first, they not? I'm sure, I'm sure Tua loves playing football and wants to play football. You know. I mean, yeah, you love playing football, but at what cost? That's what I'm saying. I think it gets to their head. I think it gets in their head. Yeah. Especially, like, concussions. I mean, like, I think, sad to say, it's become very normalized in the NFL. Somebody getting they're concussed down. isn't... They're down, but it's not like you're not shocked. And yeah, you're, like, you expect everybody to get a concussion. So, like, at this point, he's like, okay, I got three concussions. Like, but it's, like, playoff time. Like, you know, like, Brady here, Rodgers there. I got to play. Like, whatever. It's one game. I feel like that can happen. Again, I don't know Tua. I don't know anything about the NFL. I'm just some dimwit talking about it. But... I don't know. I mean, if you're his mother, you'd probably say, no, don't play. No. If you're his financial advisor, you'd be like, bro, go get in there and give me my bag. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a weird, I don't really know if I've heard him talk much about it, but it's weird to think about that. Like, you know, probably would be best not to ever play again. Yeah. And that probably won't happen. Like, you know, what's going to come of that? It's crazy that happens so fast to a quarterback. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's like, and especially there's so much done in the league to protect quarterbacks because it's the most valuable position in any sport. But it's like, you know. Yeah, bro, to the point where it's like ruin the game, <laughs> like roughing the passer and stuff. Yeah, and like, you know, and I'm, I remember I was complaining about that a few weeks ago. But then, like, when you see the DeMar Hamlin thing, it's like, 
I can't envision myself complaining about that stuff anymore. Yeah, but at know? that point, you might as well have, like, roughing the running back. Yeah. Because those guys are running full speed. Like, the quarterback's just standing there and gets hit. Right. Gen- I feel like they generally do that because the guy's not big. But, like, you get, like, Kenneth Walker running 20 miles an hour down the sideline hit. There's no foul for that. The guy just gets destroyed. Yeah. And then he's just off the field. There's no... I mean, you can get a personal power if you absolutely murder that man, but still. It's a scary game, man. I don't, I I don't agree. want to happen to him. Hey, man, to a... I agree. 